2: There comes one of them now. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, co-host Jazzy Fiddle. I'm
0: here. Good to be here. Thank you for the introduction. You're welcome. We also Mason, have Testonomics.
2: He doesn't have a, uh, a title right now, but it's uh, Working in, prog- work in pro- Progress, right? Work nah,
3: in progress. I just don't think I'm going to get a title. I think I'm just here to talk. I don't got to do anything. He's the face of Switch. Yeah.
2: The face of Switch, Testonomics.
3: Yeah, it's important to the success of this podcast that you have a face of Switch
2: here. Mm, that is true. That is, it is kind of trending that way. And our audio producer, Dead Night Night. Hello. 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 Hello, Internet.
3: Oh, greetings to the World Wide Web. <laughs> do we just go back to calling him just the producer then? Yeah, the not producer. the audio producer. Yeah, we used can to have do to it. differentiate, but now I'm just facing of switching and not producing
2: anything. That's a good point. Producer, Dead night night. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that.
2: <laughs> Welcome to episode 237 of the Games Little Podcast, brought to you by
0: our supporters on Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia as a patron. Your contribution goes to the continued support and growth of GameZilla Media. With four unique levels starting at just $1 per month, you can get early access to the show and vote on the polls to determine what our patron topic of each new segment is every week, which is the best perk you could possibly have on Patreon ever. You're welcome.
4: I actually like the exclusive content. That's my favorite perk. Patreon.com slash media <laughs> I also like the exclusive content, especially
3: like the, the one that we're on.
4: Yeah, the Dungeon of Doom wrestling podcast. That we're
3: recording tomorrow, if you're listening to this, tomorrow. Get on Patreon. Get wrestled up. Wrestle.
2: Well, on today's episode of the Games Little podcast, we're going to be talking about Soldier Boy. You! We're going to be getting into <laughs> get the, get the, the epic store we're gonna we're gonna Wait. cover the game awards and some of the hot topics and patrons. You did you did a doozy. We got a topic from the patrons this week. We're gonna leave that one unknown, but all this and more on episode two hundred and thirty-seven of the Games Little Podcast. But first, let's get into some team talk. Getting into team talk. Ah, let's break it down. We're gonna slide over to Testnomics because I think we're all gonna share something from. The big event.
3: So if you all didn't know, you're dumb and you should have been there, but this past Saturday was... You're also the- dead to us. Yeah, yeah, except for keep listening. This last Saturday, we did our Gamezilla Media gives back charity stream 12 hours of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate with uh, the Gamesilla Media team and the community that was... 12 full hours coming to you live from the nintendo lounge on twitch and uh, we all were there we were we were all there for the majority of the day um and it was exhausting but at the end of the day we were able to raise twelve hundred and sixty two dollars towards our seven thousand dollar campaign goal to campaign goal that's those are the right words to uh, to provide two medical grade gaming carts to a local children's hospital. So my favorite parts of that event were we we hosted a tournament, a 16-person 1v1 tournament to crown who the best person was at Smash Brothers at the event about midway through, and home field advantage, Russian collusion, call it what you want, but there was one winner who Shit stood ring. tall at the end of it and is the face of Switch himself, me. So after, you know, all the dust settled and, you know, some people got beat that shouldn't have gotten beaten, you know, everything happened. Friendships uh, were lost. Friendships were lost. Uh, sibling rivalries were at an all time high. Whew. Poof. Um, and yeah, oh, I, I, I thought I was gonna get beat up by my sister real bad in this tournament. Yeah, but it's a good
4: thing you rigged it so Yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. have to fight. <laughs>
3: that wasn't the right bracket, <laughs> so I had to refresh it a few more times. So there was there was that one, and then we had another thing later on due to a donation we got from uh, I believe it was Blue Falcon. Um we had a GameZilla free-for-all, a legend of retro free-for-all, and then a winner to determine which podcast was by far, without a doubt, the best podcast in the gamezilla media umbrella so you know to the surprise of nobody here i won for the gamezilla podcast chops won for the legend of retro and then also to no one's surprise here i then decimated chops to prove that the gamezilla podcast is the best current gaming podcast on our network i can't debate that
0: I can't either. I was the one that he beat at the end, so yeah, that was... Uh, I actually lost on purpose so that we had a chance to be the best part. <laughs>
2: yeah, we didn't want any accidental possibility <laughs> like the Legend Retro may have had where, uh, you know, someone got through that shouldn't have got through. Yeah, I don't know if I could have
3: beat Craig, but luckily I didn't have to play him at all, so we'll never know. But I got out unscathed. Thanks, Chops. Speaking of misfortune falling, befalling Craig
4: WK... It took a great deal of hubris on Craig's behalf to to introduce and and place a gamble, a wager on uh, on the charity stream. And again, I'm still not 100% sure how this came about, you know, other than like I said through Craig's own hubris, there was there was a, a wager made that if Craig if I could beat Craig while he's blindfolded, then I would get to choose a bad game, well any game that I want. For them it's to do a bad it, game f- to, for the Legend of Retro guys to do a show about, and I get to be on that show. Like, I've been playing Smash for 20 years, I'm not good, but to beat me blindfolded, I was like, okay, it was the most nerve wracking part of the day for me because if I lose to a <laughs> blindfolded guy, I'm ruined, I am completely done because there's no coming back from beating from losing to a guy who's blindfolded. So I'm like legitimately nervous. I'm like trying to break down, you know, who do I have the best chance of winning with and why? And I actually uh, picked King K. Rule, who that day was my first time playing him. He's a character that you know I, I put out a, a video on our YouTube a while ago about how excited I was because I'm a big Donkey Kong Country fan. And I'd been playing him throughout the day and really enjoying playing as him. I was like, okay, he's got a really good ability, you know, up B to get back onto the stage. He's got a couple range attacks. He hits hard. I feel good about this because I can stay away from Craig and just like poke at him with with my range attacks, and then and then get him. But there was there was an X factor in this story. Craig WK was allowed to pick someone to be his his eyes for him and guide him through this and talk him and coach him. He picked our good friend player one Miggy. Mistakes were made. M- M- Miggy has no ability whatsoever <laughs> to explain to Craig what's going on. He's like like I'm I'm like you know poking at Craig. I'm like playing the game and like Craig's like swinging his sword and stuff and Miggy's just going, "Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. No. Jump. Yeah. Jump. You know. Like, I heard at one point I heard back up, and I was like, "How does he know which way to back up?"
4: <laughs> so, uh, of the of the five falls, I believe Craig just walked off for at least three of them, <laughs> if not four of them. Uh, so,
3: eventually, someone else took over. Was it Joe? Uh, no. Who did he tag in? It was whoever was sitting all the way to the right.
0: Yeah, I think it was Joe. It might have been I Joe. I think yeah. it was
3: Joe.
4: He eventually tagged in uh, Joe, and, and Joe was actually like, Up B, forward at, you know, like smash left, smash right. Like he was doing that sort of stuff, which helped Craig a little bit in the end. So, again, through hubris, and also he picked the stage. He probably should have picked, you know, like the, the Metal Gear level that had walls or the boxing room, but that's not how it went. Craig's hubris will lead to me playing an awful game. Well, the guys having to play an awful game and me, Recording a podcast with him about that. So I'm, I've been thinking. I've been doing a lot of thinking. Oh, and speaking of losing bets, maybe we'll talk about that one later. Yeah, we probably should save that one
2: for <laughs> never. Uh, we'll, we'll save that one for the uh, the, the the best things that happened at the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. But
4: also, to be fair, I then did beat Craig with his eyes open later, but he dro- he had two stock, I had five. I still beat him, though.
2: That's nice. I'm going to be the producer here and tell you not to tap the table.
4: This okay. new table, yeah. I had my concerns when we were at... Uh, the Swedish superstore buying this. Yes. I was like, this might be really loud when we touch it. Yeah, and it is. It is for
2: you on your little, uh, your little tripod stand there. Anyway, my uh, favorite moment of the event has to be near the end. Uh, we had a couple final matches, but um, we had we had a you know a member there that. For most of the day was was getting work done, right? They, they had They had responsibilities and they really needed they, they, they stuck to him and, and, and I think we're all proud of him for, uh, for all of his determination that he has recently. And that is sci-fi AJ. okay? So I kind of felt bad because he was he was there, but he was upstairs and he was working and we're all downstairs yelling and having fun. and I can imagine that's that's tough. But near the end of the day, he finally, you know, allowed himself to come down and, and have some fun you know, with Smash and, he, and we got to play some matches, and he found a character that um, he really started to gravitate to, which was, is it Pauli- Well, How do you pronounce it? I, I I keep saying Paulutena, but I think it's Paul- Paulutina. Paulutina
3: Paul- Paulutina.
2: I know nothing it's about g- this character. the goddess
3: from King Icarus.
2: <laughs> okay. I know so little about this character, uh, other than it was an expensive amiibo that I wanted for a while, and so... It, Bax gravitates to her and starts playing and, and he has some su- su- success with her so near the end of the of the event we have fun and we go everybody pick Bax's girl we're all gonna run it right and so we're, we're playing was it full eight or was it like six it, it was
3: more than four but it it, yeah. it may have I been f- I think maybe I want to say there was seven people okay
2: it was a good it was a good amount and you know we're falling out I, I end up I end up falling out and, and it comes down to Deadite mm. versus backs and i mean and i'm like oh wow friendships might be shattered here and and at one point uh, i think it was a test that actually asked like that told the told Deadite to like run off like like kill himself once like cuz he had an extra stock and 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 he's like nope not going to do that Bax has got to earn it Bax, like Bax won't like it if i get, like if it's given to him and sure enough like it it works its way out where I didn't realize what Bax was doing and I'm not even 100% sure he realized about where his super meter was but it was building up and and it hit just at the right time where he was able to catch Deadite and win the match and the just the the response that you get and this is clipped it's in our discord um, you can watch it on the VOD on Twitch but the reaction that sci-fi had was probably like the most genuine excitement of the entire night and that to me was just like I loved seeing it you know and and that the best the best part is like he's grabbing my hand he's grabbing Deadeye's hand you know it doesn't matter they just beat Deadeye it doesn't matter He was just thrilled he was super happy and I, I loved seeing that that was it was just pure joy it was pure happiness it's what gaming was is all about and you know we got to we got we caught it on camera it was cool
0: oh my favorite moment Throughout the stream, we had the ability to... Anybody that was interacting with us in the chat, if they donated a certain amount, we would uh, do something depending on the amount they donated. Um, you could, like, you know, mute somebody and silence them for an hour to, like, we would sing karaoke to you, or you get to pick who gets to fight the next battle and what characters they could. Basically, it came down to whatever you asked, we probably would do it because you are donating money to us. So we had somebody that donated... Saying that player one, Miggy, had one minute, and for every dab that he could do, they would donate a dollar to the charity. To
3: clarify, we're talking about like the dance move where you put your face into your, you know, the elbow pit. You know, he's not doing dabs at the Nintendo Lounge. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, no drugs were behaving. No behind. drugs were doing, even though you know that
0: we know of. It's
3: Michigan, though, so it's kind of legal. Carry
0: on. Anyways. So Mickey gets up there. He's doing the the Fortnite dab back and forth like they do in the uh f- with the Fortnite dance. And uh I believe he got up to uh 111. Uh, 11 I believe. Is that right? 111 total dabs. Yeah. A lot of dabs. And it was uh, a super cool thing. The person that um, came up with it did come through with the $111 donation. (laughs) I've seen many streamers do this and then not follow through with the donation. So uh, the fact that this person did come through with the donation, it was super cool. And uh, Miggy was winded. (laughs) (laughs) That was my thing. Super (laughs) winded. I was timing it, and I'm watching him, and
2: I'm like, man, maybe do I just say it's a minute because I'm worried for Miggy's well-being right now. But he
0: got through it. He he. He he uh, he had a second wind and, and did a great job. Yeah, so thank you, uh, anonymous donator. Or do we have the name again? It was uh, something. Jiggy Dabby did the jiggy or something. It was uh, Dab Master. Jiggy Jiggy Dab Master Jiggy Dab Master Jiggy. So <laughs> thank many you. dabs feel the burn. That's what he had to say. <laughs> yep. That's right. And also, player one, Miggy, for surviving the Dabathon.
2: Does anyone remember who? paid the money to have me sing Britney, or lip sync Britney Spears. <laughs> there was I'd a lot like to th- I would thank on. them too, but I'm I'd not have sure. have to
3: assume it might have been an anonymous donor. Yeah, but um, whoever that
2: was, thank you for that. That was actually surprisingly enjoyable. Mainly cuz I made Mickey feel uncomfortable. Well, you didn't have to you didn't have to <laughs> sing
3: at all. You didn't sing a single word of that. I said lip sync. Oh, okay. Cuz you know I was singing. Right, yeah, I got that. So even though the charity stream has come to an end, our campaign absolutely has not. We have until December 31st to finish raising $7,000 so that we can contribute two medical-grade portable gaming carts to a local children's hospital. So at this point, you've heard us talk about it. You know our goals. You know our missions. You know what we're trying to do with that money. GameZillaMedia.com. At the top of the page, you will see a link for Gamers Outreach. Click that link. Go to the page. Donate a couple bucks. Share it with your friends. We've got... Two thousand bucks left to uh left to raise in about twenty days to do it. So we appreciate everybody, everybody who came out, who uh, watched the stream, who donated, who came and participated in the Nintendo Lounge, who shared it, who liked it, anything on social media. Let's keep that going for another twenty days to see if we can close this gap and get that seven thousand dollar total
2: absolutely thanks to everyone again that uh, took place took took their time to stop by the stream everybody that's just you know that's talked about the donations shared it it's just been a great uh, I don't think any of us uh, yes we had our goal but this has been unexpected in such a positive way so thank you to everybody but let's move into some news I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching gamezillamedia.com. Downloading
0: headline. Downloading video.
2: Topic number one is something that uh, that that I brought to my attention. I think actually was it before the stream start? Before the charity event started? I think it was one. Uh, I handed you my credit card and asked you to pre-order me one. <laughs> that might have been it. Uh, but Soldier Boy. Is selling his own rebranded video game consoles. That's right. Soldier Boy. Tell so him. tell him. Soldier Boy you <laughs> <laughs> uh, is stepping back from cranking it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the only way I get to the show anyway. You gotta, you gotta take a step back yeah. from cranking it, you know. <laughs> uh, he's pivoting to an entirely new field this week, selling his own rebranded video game consoles and refurbished tech accessories at a ridiculous markup. Soldier has been a gamer his entire life, so it's only natural for him to want to launch his own systems. And this week, he's done just that. Well, sort of. He now sells two different consoles on his website, SoldierWatch.com, both of which bear a namesake: the Soldier Game Console and the Soldier Game Handheld. That's right. You can buy a handheld from Soldier Boy. Man, I think we're going to have to get those to play at work here pretty soon. <laughs> you're right, you're right. The problem, of course, is they are not actually his creations. They are rebranded, cheaply produced emulating emulator hardware that he's selling for 66% more than you can find it right now on Amazon. So that's $100 instead of about $60. Um, and uh, yeah, Soldier Boy says, I just think that when you're coming out with a new product, You're going to be criticized. I mean, (laughs) you you talk about the markup, right? What did you say? It was $60 markup? 66% markup.
4: Oh, 66% markup. 40 bucks higher. That's actually the same thing as buying Beats. They're just monster headphones with Dr. Dre's logo on them. Whoa,
2: whoa, whoa. Let's back it up. They used to be monster headphones. Now they're just trash headphones. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apple Apple bought the name, but none of the
0: technology from Monster. I'm I'm
3: glad you brought that up. Adidas headphones are now monster (laughs) headphones. Yeah.
0: I'm glad you brought that up, though, because... Soldier headphones, wireless Bluetooth, look exactly like Beats headphones. With, <laughs> with zero with, with, technology in them. But with Beats, at least they made, like, cool colors, and they had the Beats logo on them. You'd think with Soldier Boy, maybe he has some cool design, or maybe he has some cool, like, splash art that he puts on everything. No, he literally just wipes all this stuff clean, and then sells it as Soldier Gear.
3: <laughs> now, now, Grimlock, I gotta ask. So... You know, this this generation of consoles is, is dominated by discs, right? And, and the Nintendo Switch did something wild by switching to cartridges. So it's crazy that Soulja must have an entire fleet of devs ready to produce a new medium from, right? Like, he's got a new, a brand new console.
2: What kind of medium does it take? He's got, it's something better. Oh, it's better. It's something better. It can run PlayStation, Neo Geo, PC, Sega, Game Boy Advance, NES games, as well as... Ex- so, Soldier Games. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say Xbox One X. Man, and th- Soldier Games. And those are
4: licensed?
2: So, there you go. To answer test question, games. you're right. He does have his own devs making Soldier Games. Man, you get like that cranked at pro. He doesn't say anything about what the Soldier Games are, though.
4: Oh, uh, it's, it's just a pro rapper, the rapper with him in it. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so this is uh we're talking about the handheld at this point. The website states that the console comes with 800 games pre-installed <laughs> on the console. This sounds super legal. <laughs> According to the site, the handheld also runs Switch, 3DS, Vita, Neo Geo, Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games and it will have 3000 games
3: built into the system. So our next charity stream, we're all playing Super Smash Bros Ultimate Soldier Edition. <laughs> Soldier Edition, yeah. Well,
4: well when it says Switch games, does it mean like Super Burger Time that is also coincidentally... <laughs> like, you'll play all those Johnny Idiot Turbo Arcade games?
2: Yeah, I mean, according to, I mean, when you're looking at the pictures here, the, the device um, doesn't... I don't even see, like, a slot on the handheld device, so it must just be, like, a memory card storage or something. But, yeah, um, it raises the issue to think that a lot of games... Um, and it seems unlikely that the system will actually run licensed copies of the games. So, these are ROMs. Is really what this is. That's rebr. It's a. It's an emulator with full of ROMs rebranded as soldier So is he setting himself up for people like Nintendo to just come crushing down on him? Considering what they just did to some of the major ROM sites.
4: See. This is a, this is an escalation of of the rap game. I mean, how many? How,
2: <laughs> how, <laughs> how many? <Soulja laughs> has no. Soulja Boy been relevant in the rap game in like like ten no. years? I'm <laughs> still cranking it. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> he has to stop cranking it to come
2: to the show every <laughs> it, week. A, you're diff, different cranking it. Different I'm, cr- cranking I'm cranking
4: it, it right now. Um,
2: <laughs> you. We're not on Twitch anymore, so we can crank it all we want. I've had my nipples out and
4: I've been cranking it the whole time. But so you know, like. <laughs> rappers get arrested for running guns or selling drugs or murdering people. Soldier Boys just like stepping his piracy game up. You know, like he's just out, you know, selling, you know, people have stolen his music for years. So now he's <laughs> well, now he's just turning, yeah, he's like he's like yeah, I'm just going to steal all these games and sell them. It's it's just him stepping up his cred.
3: You just playing you know life tit
4: for tat an eye for an eye who's bigger to rob than Nintendo that's right that's the biggest heist of the century
2: the soldier boy comes out and 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 he issues a challenge to us all this is a can quote. You, quote, you quote this, quote this please. is a quote I'm challenging anyone and everyone who thinks they can touch me on gears Halo 3 or cod 4 find me on live and get and get you some so, so he's out promoting that he's on another platform? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't let the rapping fool you. Prepare to be pwned by Soldier Boy. Tell him. Pwned.
0: P-W-N-D. Yeah, the real way. You're getting pwned. Yeah. So you!
2: Who's
3: getting
0: pwned? I you! Looked, I looked it up on his site. It is 100% a TF card slot memory yeah and it's just all on a memory card the best part (laughs) here's the best
2: part about this businessman okay like you got you got to plan this stuff out and i feel like we've had this conversation before but perhaps um this is this is his thinking here soldier thinks he can uh be able to deflect legal issues by passing any blame onto the actual hardware manufacturer AKA, this ain't a soldier system, it's a rebranded piece of garbage. It even came out
3: shortly after this came out, they're like, no, 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 this isn't mine, I'm just selling these at a markup, so I'm not legally responsible, but I don't know if that's how the law works. It's mine
2: till the law comes around. uh, So they asked him this, uh, (laughs) Rolling Stone asked him this, and he said, honestly, I don't have any worries at all, any concerns, because everything we're doing is legit. Man, that's not right, Soldier. And then they asked. They, and then he says, "It's been researched." See, <laughs> see. Here's the thing, Soldier Boy.
4: This is what I think happened. Soldier Boy, one time, probably had a cop on his tour bus or van or whatever he tours in, and they found some weed. And he's like, "Nah, that's my man over there." So when it was totally his weed. And the other guy took the rap. He's doing the same thing here. Like, hey, are these your, are these your illegal video game systems? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> there he He's got a fall guy.
2: Yeah, and uh just in case in case the video game business doesn't work out for Soul uh Jazzy, I-, I believe you did the research on this, but he's uh he's not only dealing
0: with video games, he's got plenty of other projects like Oh, soldier yeah. pods? Let me tell you what we got here. Soldier pods, soldier watch. You. Uh, okay, so uh the <laughs> soldier game handheld, the soldier game console, soldier gift cards. Wait, and wait, wait. the... Yeah, yeah, it's old soldier gift what cards. What are they good for? Soldier gear. A uh, soldier gear, yeah. Oh, okay. Don't forget about uh, the soldier pad. Soldier pads and soldier headphone wireless bluetooth headphones. Oh, that was real loud. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to bring the track back. But here's the biggest part, okay?
2: We have iPhones. We got Android. I, I, I got a soldier phone now. But pretty soon soldier you're going to only yep. care about one, and that's the soldier phone. Yeah, yeah, I already bought it. Soldier phone.
0: Yeah. All available for purchase on soldierwatch.com or something like that. Man, I'm really digging this soldier game handheld, but unfortunately it says age three and over. So um, I think we when we really first discriminating against those young ones.
2: When Jedi and I first looked at this, when he first showed me the 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 details on this, he was showing me the council and it was showing what looked like an Xbox One S stri- with Tomb Raider advertisement all over it. <laughs> Dude, they got Tomb Raider. Square Enix
4: is backing this system. Yeah. I don't know. And I do. what controller- it plays PlayStation
0: games, so it could be on there. What controller were they flashing? Oh, what, it-
4: no, it was it was, the controller for the actual <laughs> system looked like a dual shock if it had elephantitis. Yeah. It had like things
2: growing out of it. Yeah, it was it was wild. But uh, So, I mean, what do you think here? Um, Soldier Boy, a fan of video games. Is he a trendsetter? Should we all start releasing our own video game systems? Should GameZilla release our own video game system? Yeah, we do. I put a sticker on the back of my Switch. Well, oh. it's the GameZilla Switch.
4: Yeah, okay. I don't know if you guys know this. I have a whole other website where I've been putting out The Legend of Retro as my podcast. <laughs> and I'm making a ton of money off of it. <laughs> a ton yeah. of money.
2: Oh, boy. Well, hey, good for you. Good for you, I sir. I hope they
4: don't find out. We're shaking hands even though we're not on camera right now. Yeah, it's all good.
2: It's all good. We're
4: just making deals. We're making deals. Oh, oh no. Now I have to break that up with you guys. Now that yeah, to yeah, yeah. The show. Well, I, I mean, a lot of money. I mean, I've made like two bucks. So oh, I want yeah. my 50 soon. Yeah, you'll get You'll get your 50 cents.
2: All right, but yeah, Soldier Boy, I, I have a feeling we're, this. we're going to hear some more about this when... Uh, when, when t- some companies come
0: knocking on his door. Man, somebody rolled through the hotel he was at, right? And it was one of those, like, guest speakers, right? And it was like, I'm going to teach you how to market anything in the world. And he, like, went down. <laughs> he he's did. like, man, I'm bored. I'm going to go down to this stupid uh, speaker, and I'm going to see what's up with this. And he, like, was awestruck and was like, I'm going to brand all my own no, stuff.
2: Jez, Jez, you are 100% <laughs> right. Here's what happened.
0: Soldier Boy got sucked into a pyramid scheme, and he's rocking it hard right now.
2: He's 100% on board. Because look
0: at just just some of the stuff that's written on this. It's like game speed FPS, one-to-one output. Perfect and fluent. Like the uh, words oh yeah. are just <laughs> yeah. literally They're right close. off of like the pyramid scheme pamphlet. It's They're... the
3: only thing I've needed the switch to be is perfect and fluent. Like it's perfect,
0: <laughs> but it hasn't been nearly as fluent as I would have expected. Yeah, yeah right. but,
2: but the Soldier Boy switch, you yeah, know, that's yeah. gonna happen. But seriously, I think my whole point the why we why we haven't heard the end of this is it's one thing for these weird like uh, emulator systems to be manufactured from some unknown company that really has no real presence. It's different when you put a spokesperson in front of it. And Soldier Boy may not be, you know, the biggest name in the world anymore, but he's big enough where he might draw some attention to this that could cause problems for him and for this manufacturer that probably shouldn't be too excited that he's rebranding and trying to
0: resell their product. Does Does it bother anybody else, too, that the console, which is clearly much more powerful than the handheld device... Only comes preloaded 800 games but the handheld is 3,000 plus. I also find it interesting, like, does this
2: mean I can pretty much buy anything I want, rebrand it, and sell it without re- any re- re- repercussions? Is that what that means? I mean, as long as the people you buy it from get
4: their cut, what's it matter? I don't know the law. Hmm.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna start selling uh, Testonomics iced tea. It's half lamin- half lemonade, <laughs> half iced tea. It comes in a uh, 23 ounce fluid <laughs> bottle for only one dollar and fifty cents. Yeah. Mm, and it's nice. got some old man's face on it. I'm just projecting that's what I'm gonna look like in a couple of years. Yeah, that's it. Just like Arnold Palmer.
2: Yeah, and ignore the weird scratched out spots. Like there was definitely nothing there beforehand. It's just scratched.
4: Like okay, so what if GameStop was started like throwing their logo on the systems? <laughs> That's what sold? I
2: mean. Like, yeah. like oh, you want an Xbox? Well, we only have GameStop Xboxes. They're They're uh, yeah, regular Xboxes are two hundred. GameStop Xboxes are two fifty, but
0: they come w- with with uh, GameStop stickers. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> like what do you get? <laughs> What he's doing is Grim's drinking this bottle of water. He takes the label, rips it off that bottle, refills it with tap water, screws the cap back on and sells it to you as a but bottle of water. Wait a second, that is what
4: that is what that bottle of water is. That came out of <laughs> that came out of the ground here and that came out of Lake Michigan. This did. That's legitimate t- the same tap water you and I drink, <laughs> yeah. bottled by the Nestle Corporation, and sold back to us at an astronomic markup.
2: Yeah.
0: Ice water, ice mountain for everybody that wonders. Well, way to go, Deadlight! You just gave Soldier Boy's out, man. He'd be oh. like, man, all the water companies do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're going see
3: Soldier Boy just dip in water and just dip in bottles Of Lake right. Superior. Man, it's colder up here. This water's colder. Now nah, around his house, he'll just have all those barrels catching rainwater, and
4: he'll just do it the easy way. The best thing is he only has to pay like the state of Michigan like five bucks to be able to do that. Cause yeah, it's
0: pathetic. Yeah.
3: You get some good publicity when you drive some trucks too. Oh, uh, you we're know, going whatever. way I'm off. Just saying, <laughs> you know, exactly. that Bottom water's a
2: scam. Nestle, we don't even (laughs) want you as a sponsor. (laughs) Topic number two. Epic's PC game store is live right now. So uh, over the, uh, during the game awards, Epic Games really uh, put a lot of effort to make sure people realized that their store is a thing and that it is live and you can use it right now. So... This is interesting because it's coming off the heels of a lot of um, negative feedback from Steam once again when it was coming to AAA AAA games versus indie games. Uh, A lot of indie developers started to see that their exposure within the platform was suffering. Uh, uh, Steam and Valve blamed it on a bug in the system that they corrected, but yet uh, indie developers are not seeing an improvement, and... All of a sudden now we're hearing... We we learn about Epic Store, and there's a lot of cool things around this. So first off, it's a better cut for your developer. You're actually going to make more money on Epic Store than you would on Steam. Now the easy answer to that is, well, yeah, Steam's been around longer, there's a lot more people on it. It's the same argument of Mixer versus Twitch when it comes to streamers. But Epic also has Fortnite. And so you instantly gravitate and say, well, yeah... For how long before Epic becomes the new store, and if they're going to keep this whole—is
0: it uh, eighty twenty jazzy? Is that do we know the cut? I I, I know I don't know if it's in uh, this particular article, unfortunately. I, yeah, I, I, eighty twenty sounds right. I believe in another article. Yeah,
2: already. eighty goes to the developer. Where I think seventy thirty. 7030
3: is Steam.
0: 7030. Steam
3: is 7030. Epic Store is 8812. 88, 12. 88. 88.
0: Yep. That's right. Yeah, I thought it was closer to 90. 8812. Wow, 12. that's a good deal for it's the a developers. Good, yeah,
2: really good. And again, you're riding on the coattails of Fortnite, which is still right now your hottest thing out there but uh, so during the show we, we we heard a lot of cool things that they that they came out with like uh, ashen and uh, Hades from supergiant these games were hitting epic store and available to play right now for free and that was something that w- was super interesting but they also started listing off Uh, Like I said, Ashen, which is your uh, Dark Souls-esque game coming out by A44. But you have Darksiders 3, Hades, Hello Neighbor, Genesis Alpha, Journey, Maneater, Outer Wilds, Pathless, Rebel Galaxy, Satisfactory, Subnautica, Super Meat Boy, and World War Z. These were all available or are going to be available uh, relatively soon on the store right out the gate. Super Meat Boy uh, available for free from December 28th to January 10th. Mm. You can pick that up. Subnautica available for free, December 14th through December 27th. So that was, uh, those were a couple of cool things and then they started saying every month you're going to have some sort of free game similar to like a PlayStation Plus, but you're not paying for a subscription like you would be for PlayStation Plus. So as long as you're just active on the Epic Store, you're going to be picking up a, a free game here and there. And that's, that's, their, that's
3: their genius mood, right? So genius move. So I went to update Fortnite over the weekend because they've got this whatever uh, adult Minecraft mode coming out pretty much very shortly and I opened up the Epic store to open up Fortnite which is literally the only reason I had the launcher on my computer to begin with and it's it's all different I'm like oh okay cool this must be you know it's not just an Epic Games launcher it's their store now and then I, as I'm clicking around to see how do I launch Fortnite I'm looking and I end up in the store and I'm like man Hades like it's right here I'm like this game looked really 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 good. I remember when I was watching the game awards I'm like oh this is your Diablo esque style roguelike game where you know you're just you're you're in this thing with Zeus and, and Hades and, and all these different things and I'm like do I just buy that right now? And in my back of my mind, I'm like, no, this is going to come to the Switch eventually. I, I, can, I can almost promise eventually, if, even if in a year, I can wait a year, I don't need to buy a computer game right now. But the fact that everybody that plays Fortnite on PC already has, they don't need to launch, they don't need to get their footprint out there as a store, because every PC user already has the Epic Games launcher, which has now been automatically converted to the Epic Games store, already installed on their computer. And for someone like me that I, I'm not a PC PC gamer. The fact that it was right there in front of me, I'm like, Man, I can just buy this real quick. It was, I don't. There's not a ton of money, but I'm like, I can just buy this right now and just play it right now if I want to. So it's it's a big move to come out with a store after you have a footprint, as opposed to trying to create a store yeah. and create a footprint. Like I don't know how many PCs Fortnite's
2: installed in, but that's. I mean, that's a good point though. Uh, Fortnite on PC is. I mean, Fortnite is very popular on, on every device, but on PC, it is very popular. And so the that whole uh, example I gave earlier might not be as valid as I think it is where they could have a, uh, you know, like he was saying, they could have a footprint that's a lot larger day one than, than anyone expected. And you know, so the question is, does Epic Store actually become a Steam competitor? I think it already is. I think you're at that point where developers look at it and go, I can be on the same storefront as Fortnite versus what does Steam have? I mean, yes, they have some big games like Dota. Uh, uh, yeah.
0: It's a it's a giant library over there, but, but it's the, a lot of but, but little stuff.
2: Yeah, the little stuff doesn't matter. As a developer, I don't care about the little stuff other than it's a competitor. It's the big stuff that I know is going to draw people to that platform, right? You go to beyond PlayStation because they have 80 million plus systems. You know, you want that number. So if I believe Dota is the most important thing in the world, then Steam all of a sudden has value to me as far as people will go there just for that, and then they'll look beyond it, just like what Tess said people are playing fortnite already which means they're already in the epic store so uh, there's only what is this 15 games so Four, I could be 14 so currently. I could be I could be game 15 or game 1 million 8 million uh, plus I don't know there's so many games on Steam
4: now about that let me ask you guys because you guys are PC gamers to me when I hear someone like oh yeah I have that game on Steam or it's a steam game. To me, a lot of times in my mind, I think, well, that means it could also really suck because I feel like there's a lot of really, really bad games or like
2: barely playable games on Steam. Like there's not a lot of quality control. Right. You're 100% right. The quality control on Steam is a major problem right now. And that was, I think, one reason why this weird indie AAA bug, as as, uh, Valve's calling it, happened was because a is not happy because they're being surrounded by all this garbage. So then they try to make AAA happy. Well, then the real, de- the real indie developers, the people actually making good stuff, get buried. So they're not happy. And so really the cause of it all is these hacky, just garbage shovelware games that don't really belong on any store. So if Epic can actually have a better uh, quality control, then yeah, you, I mean that's another huge victory for them. It, but I we don't know. I don't know what the process of getting my game on Epic Store is. It might be. It might be have the same problem as Steam for all I, I know.
0: I haven't purchased anything from the Epic Store yet. I did go into the Epic Store, look around, and search like Tess said he went into his launcher, did the same thing, and I'll tell you this: I played Blizzard games. The Blizzard games, their initial page and in search functionality is great. And then you click into that, and it sends you off into some weird-ass, like, folder system that super confuses you on how to download or where to download or if you even downloaded any of the shit you clicked. And I was like, this is nuts. There's nothing that could be worse than this. Then I went to Steam, and all of those folders are on the front page, and you have no fucking <laughs> clue where you're going to begin with. So, even you, ser- you search the game, and it doesn't even bring it up in Steam half the time. So, I went into this. It's all super smooth, super easy. I did click on some of the games, and it looked, like I said, I haven't actually tried to download one yet, but it looked like it, it was pretty straightforward, like, click this here, and this will help you load it. And So, just the, how smooth it is to go into the store and be able to... Granted, 14 games, I get it. It could become a hot mess if we get a whole bunch more games, but currently the way it's laid out is so much easier to navigate.
2: I just feel like right now no one's doing a better job than Epic when it comes to just optimizing their game, optimizing their their OS and the fact that they're expanding it into a storefront now gives me hope that they'll also have a, a, a they have a good head on their shoulders to keep this running well at just just like their other stuff. So I I look f- I think this is a big deal. It's it starts to scare me a little bit because Epic is Epic went from this we've talked about this right they went from a game engine they 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 they, they sold a game engine is what they did they they run the Unreal Engine and yeah they played they made a few games here and there and some of them were fun and some of them did well but then you know Fortnite came along and just exploded and we all were like well how is Epic like remember we had this discussion how does Epic maintain this growth. How do they become this company that has so many employees and everything, right? And that this is actually a really good answer is that they go beyond Fortnite. They become a store for everyone else. They become a platform for everyone. This is, this, this is a great move for them, and I, I honestly think we're only going to see uh, incredible growth out of this store. Here's a question
4: I have for you guys, and maybe the last, last thought we'll have about this, it's, it's a quick one. Do you guys think... That Epic will have their own presentation at this year's E3 and debut some games.
2: They're getting to—that's th- what. Yeah, I say Epic is getting to that point now where they they can uh, command a stage. You know, and I mean Fortnite, they already can command a stage with Fortnite. But but even beyond just we are a we we made this game now they're they're turning into this. You know, they could become a publisher easy now. I mean the power they have now. They could do. They honestly, Epic Games right now, if they want, they could do almost anything they want already, and that's that's crazy.
3: Yeah, but but they're but they're not. You know, like Steam can't take the stage. They're not doing anything. They're just a storefront, right? So unless Epic has something, I mean, they could have something Fortnite related that gets them on stage. Sure. And then also, you know, shotgun. Hey, here's ten new titles hitting the Epic Store today. You know, but I feel like it's they're not a dev. They're not a publisher. They're just well. Not in this not in this specific instance, but are they going to all of a sudden I, just, I I just don't see them taking enough people off of Fortnite to build something else. to build something That would warrant a big like a big show, you know I can see where they're gonna be tagged in, you know coming soon to uh, PlayStation Nintendo Xbox Steam and Epic Game Store like I can see Epic Game Store showing up as one of those icons you know, at the bottom of all these trailers that are coming out for other things, but I don't see them themselves doing something outside of Fortnite. Yeah, I agree I mean, with Test
2: on that. I don't know though, because if you, if you think of okay, if you think of Blizzard and how popular and how much effort they're putting into Overwatch, they're still pulling teams and building some other things, right? And Epic might be young; they're not Blizzard. I, I get that. But, but they're young and they can't afford to die, live and die on the one product they have. So the idea of a platform is smart, and yes, you can, you're, building, you're earning 12% times whatever as it grows, but at the same time what else do they expand off of? Because even Riot's doing it, right? It's not just building League of Legends anymore. So they need a MOBA. Because guess yeah. what, if Epic start, they need a new mobile. right? They need a new MOBA.
4: <laughs> or we bring back Paragon. <laughs> right,
3: exactly, and that, that's the point I was trying to make, yeah. do they, when did they get so comfortable in their Fortnite success that they try something new knowing that the previous, the thing they had tried right before Fortnite, and frankly, Fortnite itself sucks. Fortnite save the world. No one's playing that. Like this was an accident based off of what they sold the people who made PUBG. Right. So like, it would be real ballsy for them to come out now. I think they're gonna ride the wave of Fortnite become a store. Maybe we hear from them in 2020 with something new.
0: Yeah. The short answer is they're gonna be at E3 because Fortnite's gonna be there. Well, yeah. Whether they take a stage or not to push anything, eh. So I guess the the comical answer is why not? Who else is gonna take the stage in e D three? That's what I'm saying. There's an opening. <laughs> <laughs> they could easily do
4: do a half hour show because if you think about it, what difference are they really than Microsoft and Sony other than they don't have hardware. And they don't have hardware yeah. if they're launching a platform they could do the same thing these are some exclusive games these are some games coming that we want to highlight we want to feature Like yeah. they could easily they're go and, and take their the stage, stage and time yeah if they yeah. cash
3: out for exclusive yeah that's all they'd have to do there is there cash out for exclusive yeah. games yeah. yeah you're right I wasn't even thinking about that but they just say this is exclusive to the Epic Games Store who yeah, gives they've, a shit but this is the game it looks good and it's only going to be yeah. on our they store. can easily
0: cash out for exclusives that's, yeah, that's like. the scary no problem. you're right All right,
3: yeah. Dead, Dead, Deadite's right let's move on
0: That's that
2: was a good way to end it alright uh, Patreon news topic of the week every week you get to vote on two topics if you are a patron member of five dollars or more go to patreon.com slash games media to become a patron today this week our loser and Jazzy's happy about this But our loser was about South Korea has made it illegal for people to boost accounts. Yep. Which is what Jazzy does when he plays COD. He he admitted it today to me that he doesn't actually play Call of Duty. Never played Call of Duty once. He pays someone to get his account up there. So, anyways, that's all we can talk about because it lost. But the winner is Nintendo stepping up and explaining why E3 is still important and it is a no-brainer to participate. This is coming on the uh, the tail end of PlayStation saying they will not be there, and and on what going on two years now. It'll be it'll it will be two years. We'll be moving into year three of Xbox not even uh, doing their presentation in their own theater, staying away. They're still there at E three, but they're but they've kind of just said like we're gonna do our own thing across the street, and then we'll have a booth in E three, and that's it. But Nintendo, the the group that has. Kind of for a while was away from E3 and was just kind of doing these these directs and doing weird things. They're the ones taking the stage and saying no, E3 is important, and here's why. So, um, following the game awards again, the Nint- Nintendo of America president and COO Reggie Filame uh, uh, talked about why E3 is still a priority priority for Nintendo. His quote was, "E3 is five days. It is the opportunity." The world to find out what's new for video games as entertainment and during that time we generate more engagement than CES or Comic-Con or any other big uh, entertainment events so people tune in to find out what's new and to have the first playable experiences for our industry that is why E3 is important to Nintendo. Uh, He still goes on to say that showing up isn't enough and that Nintendo has changed its approach each year to to match the games it's currently highlighting. So, you know, an example would be last year. They showed up, but they focused just Smash. They didn't go there and do the other style, which is show games that may not be out for seven years. They're, they're, that's the one thing that they are pretty good at. They like to talk about the here and now. And yes, they the first year of the switch, they did tease a little bit, but that's because they didn't have anything else to show. and they even admitted to that. So uh, the quote goes on to say, our mentality has been to consistently innovate what we do and how we and, and our message at E3. We innovate in how we utilize our booth space to create a little piece of Hyrule or to create a little piece of the environment in Super Mario Odyssey. We innovate in how we deliver our messages, whether it was the big stage productions or whether it's the direct communications that we do today. And so everyone that's watching, we drive innovation. We leverage the elements. So for us, it's a very effective opportunity to deliver our message and therefore... It's a bit of a no-brainer for us to participate in E3. Out of all the groups that I thought we you know would stand up and speak, I, I was a little on a little shocked that it was Nintendo. But when you listen to Reggie talk, it makes sense, and it's also where kind of we made that joke with Epic here. Nintendo kind of has the front stage now. They don't they don't necessarily have to worry as much, at least at least this year coming or twenty nineteen coming up. Um, so yeah, I think Nintendo sees a huge opportunity here to have better exposure than they've ever had in previous E3s.
3: It's wild because no one, I mean, unless you guys think I'm wrong, no of nobody of the big three communicates with their fan base more than Nintendo in, in organized settings, right? Because you get a direct maybe once a quarter, that's an hour long-ish. You know, maybe twice a quarter. Microsoft
4: does them now, though. Microsoft, ha- have, have those taken real, off? Are they
2: still doing those? Real recently. They have the yeah. Xbox Insider, which is like a show that's monthly. But then they, they just launched, uh, was it... Um, um, I uh, what I forgot what they call it, but like their own little private show, like PlayStation Experience. But it's yearly; it's not it's not quarterly. Well, regardless, even if it's just Microsoft, right? So you got these two companies, the two companies that are already
3: communicating more than anyone else are they're the ones They're also one, best friends now. They're best friends now, yeah. Are, are the ones that aren't, you know, poo pooing the idea of the traditional E three. Uh, without getting too much into what Nintendo covered at the Game Awards, because I know we're going to get into some of that with our last news topic. It's it's wild to see two completely different perspectives towards E3. So you've got Sony, who just, we're not going, we're doing our own thing, this is no longer what it used to be, and we're on our way. And then you got Nintendo, who's saying, like, oh no, we're absolutely going to be there, we're absolutely going to be creating a engaging environment to show everybody at E3 our new firsts, what's exciting, and things like that. And, you know, off the top of our minds, we know Nintendo has some things on their mind for next E3, right? There's a few open, I can think of four off the top of my head, are are games that have been talked about and not seen since. We get a new Pokemon game, a a core Pokemon RPG that Deadite's probably uh, um, extremely excited for. We've got uh, a new Bayonetta game, which Jazzy's real excited for, a new Metroid game that Grimlock's real excited for, and a new Fire Hmm. Emblem game that nobody's excited for. (laughs) So, you know... oh, So we know that... um, there we go. So, like, we know Nintendo has stuff up their sleeves, so we expect them to come to E3 and tell us about some of these things. That doesn't mean, like, Sony obviously has stuff up their, up their sleeves, too, but we don't know what they are,
2: nor do we know when they're going to tell us about it. So- and when they do tell us about it, half the time we look at each other like, so what did they just say to us? Because it's so convoluted and just a mess. Right so so
3: Nintendo's taking they've gone from being super super conserved to what they say and where they say it and what platform they say into communicating in almost any at any interaction they get with a large group of people they're there so like the game awards they were there you know all the directs they're there E3 they're going to be there this is the Nintendo that wants to tell everybody about what they're doing and Frankly, I think it just leads to fair expectations. You don't end up super disappointed. Oh, we didn't hear about Metroid. Well, we're, we're not gonna. They even said we're not gonna hear about Metroid. So, yes, I'm sure everyone was disappointed. We'll talk about Metroid a little bit in our last news segment. Um, but, like, Boo. can people be disappointed that they didn't hear about Metroid? Yeah, because they wanted to. Not because Nintendo set the expectation to right. Who knew what Sony was going to talk about at the Game Awards? Nothing. Nobody. Because they're just in the dark. Yep. So I guess it's just it's the the company is looking at building anticipation versus just being straightforward and honest.
2: I think the other important thing to remember too is when you when you look at the floor of E3 when, or or even Pax when we're at Pax the and I'm talking like Pax East, okay? But when you look at if you go back and you ask someone about E3 2018 and you go, "Hey, you were there? Yeah. Okay. What's like what was some of the coolest things you saw?" And 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 people will gravitate towards the fact that they literally built... Was it? Uh, New Donk City? They literally built it. Like, there was there's skyscrapers and giant statues of the characters and like and I'm not saying other developers don't bring some cool artwork but no one brings it on a level that Nintendo does so they're so maybe they don't go spend millions and millions to have a stage and have a horrible presentation that's live because they practiced it once i'm looking at you playstation but at the same time, they do a direct that generally is straight to the point, like Tess said, delivers information that you're expecting, and maybe there's a couple little little sprinkles of something special that you didn't didn't catch uh, or weren't expecting. And then you go into the show, and they win they win the floor, and that's where Nintendo this time around can basically be like we want all this space we're going to do anything we want and and there's literally less competition so we're going to be the talk of the show even more so than we generally are year after year at least recently with the switch i mean they they are again when we went to pax pax east in boston gigantic show everyone that we stopped and talked to was like yeah, we're working on getting our game on the Switch. It was Switch. Everybody wanted to talk to you about the Switch. It didn't matter what other systems that game was coming on. They wanted to tell you that it was coming on the Nintendo Switch. That That is the exposure right now Nintendo has. This E3 is is can be as big for them than I can think of almost any E3
0: that they've ever been at. Yeah. See, to me, though, like, my opinion, I almost feel like this is a Hail Mary to try to save the game from Nintendo, right? E3 is dying. Sony's not going to be there. Microsoft's taken their show out of the actual convention and put it across the street. They're having Microsoft doing their own show. I can only assume PSX is going to be huge and that's where Sony's going to make their announcements. So we don't know what's up their sleeve. And as much as we hate to say it, the Tokyo Game Show has always been bigger for Nintendo than E3. So really these these places have other platforms to put their stuff out. So is this Nintendo's way of saying like we need to keep E3 alive and let's because because after watching the game awards, like E3s in trouble because the game awards is becoming the place to be. So or do we or do we see some sort of a hybrid blend maybe coming down the future like in two two, three years do we see a some sort of E3 blend into the game awards at the end?
3: What what I'm hearing from you right now is that you're predicting Nintendo to win E3 2019
2: there's <laughs> <laughs> <Isn't> the
0: only
1: <laughs> there one that's going to the be there. there. All I mean, right. yeah. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> I won't
2: argue that E3 is is declined.
0: It's it's struggling. And that's why
2: that's why they've opened it up to the public. I mean, if if it, if it didn't need to be open to the public, why would you open it to the public? You know, but at the same time, why not just um you know, if you're Nintendo and like E3 2019 there's no like people are going to show up. Number the numbers will be, in you know thousands and thousands of people will roll in there through five days, and you get front row. Why wouldn't you do it? Oh yeah. So I don't think it, it it's a hail mary. The, the only people throwing hail mary hail marys right now is the the people running E3. Nintendo can easily just go okay, 2019 was kind of a, kind of not worth it. Um, we're going to go do our own thing like everybody else. <laughs> is that, is and is that that they'll be just fault? fine.
0: Did, did the people at E3 call up Nintendo and be like, man, you guys are going to be at E3 2019, right? Yeah, we'll give hey, you the whole you put, floor. Out, can you put out a uh, an article saying how important it is to be here? But again, Nintendo doesn't have to do that. No, they don't. No, Nintendo's they don't. bigger Absolutely than E3. Not. That's the problem. The big
2: three are bigger than E3. E3 is not... You know, if E three went away, the big the, the the Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo would be just fine. They'd figure it out. So it's a balance, but at the same time, I think Nintendo is is poised to have a, an epic year in twenty nineteen with with what is one of the main I won't call it the main show anymore, but one of the main shows of the year being a focus point of Nintendo at this point. I mean, the only thing that could happen is Microsoft could just step out on the stage and say, "Here's the new Xbox," and that would help, I mean, that would that would be at least a, a, a good punch, right? Nintendo could still dominate, but at least Microsoft could stand a chance. But that's the only thing Microsoft can do to even stand a chance. All right, good Patreon topic this week. Let's move it into the end of the uh, news here, and our topic number four is the biggest announcements from the Game Awards. Uh, This past week We'll start with the the biggest announcement The biggest Number one I lost the bet (laughs) I lost the bet hard I mean when I mean lost the bet hard I, I think the jokes were The only thing you're gonna see Samus in Is anything Smash related I'm not even sure we saw Samus and
0: Smash. I so, don't think so. Man, we had fans in Twitch chat coming up with like custom photoshopped art and like linking it in the chat to try to get you to win. Now, now let's <laughs> clarify the the bet on last week's podcast. We were talking about
4: predictions for for the Game Awards, and and. Grim and I I think Tess were pushing the hype train that we were going to see a Metroid 4, Metroid Prime 4 t- teaser, uh a trailer, an announcement, even a logo. Um I know that, you know, a couple days after the podcast there was talks of the Metroid Prime trilogy uh getting ported and that getting announced. So the hype train was rolling, and I told Grim it wasn't happening. That there was no chance of it, and I stood by it, and we made we made a gentleman's wager. We did. Here, here was the bet if we saw anything about a new metroid game it could it, and i included the the ports uh, or or remakes of the prime games or a new prime game or hell if there would have been a new 3ds game or something right. i it, it, i would have had to eat my words and if i would have lost the bet then i was going to have to play a couple hours of call of duty black ops 4 on stream with grim yep but if grim lost the bet which he did <laughs> i get to bring over any awful games that i want and he has to stream them and play them for 2 hours
2: <laughs> yep so that's where we're at is uh, that i is still
4: selecting his poison oh yeah i'm i'm picking something that's going to uh m- probably make him just uh burn his game room to the ground like the podcast might not exist after we do this because he's like i don't want to live anymore i don't want to game anymore it's not worth it you're going to feel as bad as i would have felt had i lost to a blindfolded craig
2: <laughs> right yeah and that's true and, and i mean to be fair i um i hang out with that guy from time to time and again very like from time to time not often because it's too much because when i it's hang potent. out with him I play bad games, like because that's all he has. So I, this isn't like I'm rolling into the great unknown. He may pull out a surprise for me, but in the end, it's like I've played a lot of his game cat his game his game library. I, I have an idea of what to expect. It's not going to be fun. I'm going to cry on stream, but at least I'm not completely in the dark uh, on this. But we we did you know we had a discussion today. Um, because Deadeye, like, you know, he's been he's been just rubbing it in and he gets the right to, he won. So I've just been taking it. And but but I wanted to tell him about something that happened in the video game that I was playing. And he was like, and I was like I was like, but what if it is? Like like look, I got this gun. He's like, Don't I want it? and he starts leaving the room. He starts like leaving <laughs> <I legit laughs> walked away from him. And so I'm like, really? I'm like so I'm like chasing after him. I'm like, man, but it's music related. Like it, it, like this gun was made for you and I forgot the line you used, but it was something like if that gun was made for me, then I'm glad I play shitty games. <laughs> like something like that. Like it was just like I'm like, dude. And that's when it hit me. I think I said something
4: way meaner that we really shouldn't say on the podcast. 100%. Yeah, yeah. We're,
2: we're, we're, we're holding back a little bit. But still. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I, that's when it hit me. I was like, man, you've never even played this game for, for how much you dog it. Like, how can you dog I'm like, like, COD 4 is the best shooter out right now. Like, it's better than Destiny 2. Like, Destiny 2 is a worse game than COD 4 right now. And what did I say to you? I said, because you're like, oh, it's the
4: best shooter out right now. It's the best thing this going. Is another line that made me laugh. And I said, if you told me that the best car on the market was still a death trap, I would walk. I don't need to get in a car if it's going to kill me. I don't need to play a shooter but,
2: if I know I'm, it's awful. But you don't know that it's awful, and I that's do. where I'm interested. That's that's where we had this conversation. Three like, letters: C O D. I know I want nothing to do with now it. Now here's the question: Have you ever played Call of Duty? Like yes. Compa- like on a multiplayer level? Yeah, I played.
4: <laughs> I played Call of Duty three on the Xbox 360 for about an hour and a half one time, and then listen to this. Oh, yeah, yeah, multiplayer maps, Not we're not counting zombies? I mean, got Zombies kind of counts, I played too. World at War Zombies for about 25 minutes one time. I played World at War Zombies on my, I, my <laughs> iPod Touch 2nd Generation. Go back, let's just go back to the other story. Uh, and I played, <laughs> go back to the 360, please. I spent a couple hours one time playing Call of Duty Ghost on Xbox 360, I think. You played Ghost? Yeah, that's what my boy Kevin no had. No wonder Ghost. you he's hate like, COD. He's, he's like, you want to play COD? I'm like, man, that's I That's not I even COD. Man, to me, it's the best kind we- I've ever played.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I, uh, I, I own a, uh, I own what is it? Black Ops Three or Modern Warfare Three? Was the last one that they gave away for free on PlayStation uh, yeah, Plus? Black Ops Three, I think it was. Yeah, I own that. I've never downloaded it. Yeah. I keep telling you, if you get it, I'll play it with you. But you don't want to do that. We just need to play four. You need you to give
2: it a try. I don't, I don't. I don't. It's mean a to. death trap, though. It, it, right, but it says. I guess my whole thing here, here was the point I made um, is that when we played Destiny. One, mm-hmm. and even Destiny Two in the beginning, we looked at ourselves as as competitive Destiny players. Some of us did. Sorry that I. Thank you. But and and but at the same time, you played along with us through raids and and other serious things that stressed us out, that really got us pissed off sometimes, and would cause people to quit and take breaks. Like they're like, I'm not playing Destiny with you for a week because I need to not stab you the next time I see you. And what I what I mentioned about COD is that we all look at, like we all look at ourselves as average players at best. We're not pro COD players, and we never will be. We're past our prime. It's not going to happen. But because of that, I feel like I just go into COD and I have fun. And when I have a good round, I have a good round. When I have a bad round, do I do I like? complain sure but it's not like destiny where literally people are yelling at each other to like grab the orb and hide behind this thing because you're an idiot and then when you don't do it like we're we're switching positions because you can't do this position your new job is is you know over here to stand behind this pillar and look and not die and like it gets to that point where it just built up where we were like i'm not raiding anymore I'm not raiding anymore. Or people would go off and raid with randos just to try to do it because they didn't believe they could do it with their team. Here
0: we you're just play BMC. Yeah.
2: Here, we just play. And that's the one thing I can say say about COD is like you're you talk so bad about it, and then you've never played it. Yet it's this game where I feel like you could play it because you enjoy shooters from time to time, you could play it and actually enjoy it because there is none of that bullshit that we've had in other games. Here's, here's,
4: so, but here's the difference. Here's the thing you don't understand. You guys have been emotionally invested and you guys know that you can be good and that's why Destiny we used to get stressful because you knew you were good. I don't have emotional investment in winning or losing. It doesn't matter if I win or not. So since you guys can go, it's it's like watching NASCAR. It's stupid. Who cares? You don't get, you don't get upset if if who if some driver wins or loses because it's a dumb sport. It's the same way with Call of Duty. It's a stupid game, so what's it matter if you win or lose?
3: Listen, I've got a question about Call of Duty. How much longer does Call of Duty have to do with the 13 biggest game announcements of the Game Awards of 2018?
2: Uh, you, you, we'll the we'll first, get there. The first, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first one. The, the first topic is I lost the bet, and mm. then I just wanted to point out that that you're being you're being a little bit a uh, little bit of a BMC here. You're being a little bit of a BMC here judging I'm the game. I'm just saying I judging, have fun judging,
0: playing Call of Duty, or at least that's what the but, Korean I paid. I love my. <laughs> <laughs>
4: But that's but, illegal now. <laughs> here's here's my thing. Here's my thing. If a bottle says poison on it I know there's poison in it. Maybe. I don't Maybe need to, I don't, but I don't need to run the risk of, is there poison or is there delicious cherry cola in there? It doesn't matter because be the bottle
0: Fago says cola. poison. I so really bet, like that. So you've been watching me drink this, this cola all night. Yeah. If I wrote the word poison on the side of this cup and handed it to you, you wouldn't drink it. Not worth the risk. <laughs> you, you probably like drinking poison. You like playing Call of Duty. So here's, here's my thing.
4: Okay. You... Want me so bad. You're making you're making crazy bets. You're doing you're doing things to try to get me to drink your Call of Duty poison. Something that I w- I know I won't enjoy, other than spending time with my friends. And I know that the gameplay won't be fun. It's not something I like doing. I'd rather just play an old shooter than play this good new one. So if you want it to happen if you want it to happen so bad, and I know people that listen to this podcast want it to happen so bad, let's make it a monetary thing.
2: Okay, I'm listening. We have GameZilla Gives Back happening right now. Okay, we do. We're sitting at uh, just over $5,000 of our $7,000 uh, goal. So so what dollar amount do you think is fair for me to go through this this punishment from
4: the fans of this show to contribute this week? This week? Yeah, this week. Or do we want to make it a stretch goal? If we hit the final goal, I'll play Call of Duty. What do we want to do? I want oh, action by this the peop- is I want action by the people that listen to this podcast. I,
2: I got to bring in test here. What do we think is a fair wager? What, what would you like to see our charity number hit in order to get uh Deadeye to realize that he's a cod bro? Because there's one thing
4: I will do. I will sell out. <laughs> so if we can get some money for, for game That's game what do, too. They sell out. So it's I'm funny, because
3: the whole time I was over here, I was thinking at the end of this conversation, I was going to be like, but Eye, if you don't play Call of Duty for another three months, I'll give you money like I did to stop him from playing <laughs> Destiny 2. So now I have to take that back, because I do want him to play Call of Duty <laughs> under the understanding that it's because we've reached a goal. I think, but you'd have to... I think if, if for it to be the 7,000, if we make it the goal, if we reach the full goal, it's got to be like a lengthy stream, though. I'm talking like. Like a Saturday from like two to eight, like a six hour stream.
4: I-, I am not giving up my. Sa- I'll do an e- I'll do a weekday full evening. I'm it's not giving up a, a Saturday six hour day. stream in a week evening. I got evening. the number. You ready? I'll do four to ten on a on a week on a work. Night. I
0: literally just did the math of how much we need per day in order to hit our goal. So the one week total would be six hundred and sixty five dollars. Okay. So we'll that- just make it a six hundred dollars, even it out round down but think round, was-
3: rounding down is stupid how about 5750 if we get to five thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars so us 738 dollars okay. more than we yeah. have at this exact moment in time if we have that by next week's recording yep then Dad, I'd all play some games.
2: Yep, I need to message my wife real quick and check my bank account. And- <laughs> I, I, I,
4: will do, I will do a full, we all know, I, I usually get home from work around four. So I will come straight to Grimm's house and we'll get in a full evening. Um, can we, can we, can we double or nothing here? Oh God. Oh no. I, it depends on where your double or nothing's
2: going. I think we're cutting the last news. Segment. I don't think the
3: du- well. <laughs> I wanted to talk about Marvel Ultimate
2: Alliance I Three. Think I think double or nothing is actually the wrong term. I want to add a layer in though. Like, okay. I want to. So we got the seven fifty layer where you'll play six hours. Yeah. Okay. But I think if we hit our goal early, even if it's a day early, if we hit our goal early, if we hit seven thousand early, how about by Christmas? By Christmas. Okay. You have to buy COD for.
1: Buy it. With
2: your money though. With my money. I don't want money. people cash app you on this one. I cash app you ten. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I'll cash app you ten, but just see no, I'm just kidding. Man, then you cash app me twenty. So we hit our goal. 10. And and we'll make sure that when that happens, that we can get caught on sale for you. We're not gonna make there's no way that we're gonna make you pay sixty for the game.
4: I will it since we're upping the bet, since we're upping the bet, <laughs> I need to I need to get something out of it too. Okay, I'm listening, I'm listening. <laughs> If we hit our goal by Christmas, the full seven thousand dollar goal. Yep, I will buy Call of Duty, but it, and play it for a full six hours with you. Yep, but in return, you have to go to Shacktown.
0: <laughs> oh yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. There's a take the best. When, take the, the
4: best. when is Shacktown? January twelfth. It's a Saturday night. I'll buy your ticket.
2: My hand is out. I'm shaking it. There has been a shaking. Okay, guys, so to recap what's going on. I am losing too many (laughs) of these
3: bets. (laughs) If our grand total right now on our Games of the Gives Back stream, we are at $5,012. If we get to $5,750 by 7 p.m. Eastern Time next Monday, the 17th. The seventeenth, mm-hmm. the seventeenth, yep. then you get a Call of Duty COD bro stream with the Deadite Knight and Grimlock the Dino on Grim on Grim the Dinos Twitch channel. Yep. If we reach the full seven thousand dollar goal by Christmas, by the end of Christmas Day Eastern Time, when our clocks turn to December twenty sixth, because some may- maybe people want to use their Christmas money to, to yep. donate to no, game games. Deli- then. Fair. then not only will Deadite purchase Call of Duty Black Ops 4, but Grimlock is going to be forced to go to a real bad wrestling <laughs> show with me and Deadite.
4: It's a
2: win-win for all of our listeners. It's a honest. win-win. <laughs> and, and, you know, I got, and me and Jazzy got no skin in the game
4: at
3: all. Good, good job, Jazzy. I mean, Tess was already going to the wrestling show. You're right. You're right. So, so that 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 is those are the terms. They have been shook upon. Um, do we want to shotgun through these these I'm, thirteen I'm sh- things? Okay, yeah. go ahead.
2: All right, we're gonna shotgun it. We're, um, we're just gonna go. Obviously, we talked about Epic launches at Steam con- uh, competitor in the Epic Store. Uh, Ashen is out for the Xbox One and PC. The Jer- journey makes its ep- uh, its PC debut on the Epic Store. Hey, you skipped one. The very, I did, oh, the top one? Sigma sorry. announces oh. Sayonara, Wild Hearts for I, Nintendo Switch. Yep, I was already scrolled past that one. Sorry. Uh, Hades obviously got announced by Supergiant, which is your creators of Transistor and... Why is this... Hyperlight uh, Bastion. Yeah. There we go. Wow. Wow. Um, and then we have the next Far Cry game. Far Cry is picking up where Fallout dropped the ball because it looks
3: like a good version of Fallout. It, it
2: does, yeah. So we got our next Far Cry game, post-apocalyptic sequel to Far Cry 5. Probably the most shocking one, the most exciting one of the day. This one caught me so off guard that it, it happened early, and it's my favorite moment. It's the first of the, thing that It was like the yeah. first trailer that happened. And it, it was my favorite moment of the entire show. Nintendo gets a Marvel exclusive in the Ultimate Alliance 3 the black order and I Idiots. lost You're my stupid. damn Dead mind universe. I mean first at first we were like oh it is a telltale game coming to the switch and then the actual gameplay started and I, uh, I I couldn't believe it I couldn't believe that not only is it an ultimate alliance game but it looks fantastic. And when I saw Wolverine... Yeah, they got mutants. Like, like Marvel's gotten yeah. their mutants back. Yes. They've got them. And when I saw Wolverine standing in front of a Sentinel, and he basically was standing at the shin of the Sentinel, I was like, oh my god, the scale is right. Like, I've always complained about these games because the Sentinel will be the same size or as they'd Wolverine. They'd be like eight feet tall. Yeah. Oh, it looked so good. I am so excited. And then when they called it a Switch exclusive, I um I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so... Yeah, um, and then the uh, other announcements past that would have been Obsidian's newest game. is called The Outer Worlds, which looked really interesting. Kind of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Fallout New Vegas, Pillars of Eternity kind of like mashup. Um, I like how they took shots at the original creators of Fallout. absolutely. And Obsidian also, this is interesting because we didn't find out a lot about it, but also remember Obsidian was bought by Microsoft. So could this be an exclusive that we're that we're getting a look at, or or what? Uh, another surprise: the creators of No Man's Sky, Hello Games, released a new game uh, or teased a new game called The Last Campfire, which uh, it looked it looked fun, little little uh, indie style game. Not definitely not on the scale that they were trying to do with uh, with No Man's Sky. And then. Um, I'm going to skip over the one that Dead yep. wants to talk about. That's, that's yeah. understandable. I deserve um, that. Yeah, we got... <laughs> I'm coming back to it, man. We want to save it for the last one, I think. <laughs> uh, a new Dragon Age got teased, and by teased, I mean, like, very... Li- like, it was like a, an image, a, a slogan that caused my wife to about faint, and that was it.
4: Like, we didn't really
2: understand what was going on, but luckily
4: Juno Jade was yeah. there, and, and like, wide-eyed, and, like, she, she clued us in.
2: Yep. Uh, and then, of course, four Fortnite uh, highlights the player's creation on the block. This was an interesting announcement because the block literally was presented live in-game when they were showing it off in the show. So that was, it's again, another cool thing that Fortnite and Epic are able to do. What it is, it's, it's a little cement block that replaced, uh, was it Risky Reels? Yeah, Risky Reels, the movie drive-in movie theater. It's just a slab, and it is going to house a creation from a user... That is built in their new uh, creation, the creative mode. Creative mode, adult Minecraft. Yeah, and so what happens is you're going to, you know, adult <laughs> Minecraft. You're going to be able, you're going to go build <sighs> stuff, and then you're going to be able to submit it, and then the community will vote on it, and yep. the winner of that vote will be placed in the block for I, x amount of time. I'm not sure how often this rotates. Yeah, but kind of cool. Uh, the last, the the last piece before our, our big announcement, uh, Joker, right, is uh, from Persona Five. As announced as the is it the first DLC, the first of the paid fighter pack, paid yes. fighter pack yes. for Super Smash
3: Bros. Which is just super wild because it shows that we have no idea <laughs> no who Nintendo. Persona 5's not even. I mean, it's 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 softly being rumored about coming to Switch because of this announcement. No yeah. one would have thought there'd be a Persona character in any stretch of the imagination. So. Nintendo said they've already decided on their five characters for this fighter pass so but it, it's it's not even it's almost impossible to predict now because was guessing the yeah, other one yeah, yeah, yeah this was super zany so I think it's just character Sakurai wants in it's not Sakurai's decision he said it's completely it was completely oh, really? up to, it's completely up to Nintendo of Japan so you know, that's it's not he didn't have any any influence over it, or else it was gonna be Waddle D, uh Waddle D two, yeah, Waddle D with a
4: bandana. Don't don't sleep on my man Waddle D. Alright,
2: and you know, then our like, biggest announcement Waddle of D's the nuts. night uh, De- Deadite's <laughs> favorite announcement was Ed Boone taking the stage to announce the best sports game. Because I I, I, I lost my mind. I was like Ed Boone
4: Like I I had a feeling. I knew what was going on. And then they're like, he's just here to announce a game. I was like, that's stupid.
2: Yeah, and I could tell that Eye was crushed. His soul was crushed. Almost like when I, th- I said Sega was making a new system back in the day. And the big thing happened here was he takes a stage, and when it says, you know, the screen behind him says best sports game, Scorpion's, like, uh, chain comes flying through the screen. And I go, oh, they didn't do anything special for anybody else that was presenting, and that's when it kicked into the trailer, and we're getting Mortal Kombat 11. Mortal Kombat 11. They show us a fun annual trailer that is Scorpion just messing up Raiden, and then you know, Raiden uh, Raiden turning it around, trying trying to win. Uh, and the uh, the trailer's a lot of fun. The the Mortal Kombat um, gore is definitely there, and then the uh, final uh, shocker was the release date. It's coming out in April. Yeah, so not only did we get to our first reveal of Mortal Kombat that we that honestly I didn't even know was I mean, I guess you could assume it was being worked on, but we didn't haven't seen anything about it.
4: Ed Boon had kind of been t- he he put out a couple cryptic tweets like maybe um, maybe some. I I am just sort of paraphrasing what I remember it being something like someone be like, "Ad, like, what's going on? Like, when are we going to find out something?" He may have like vaguely said something like, "Sooner than you think," or yeah. you know, like, like, don't worry, I won't disappoint you. Something he he put something out a couple weeks ago to kind of indicate that they were getting close to an announcement. Yeah. Was
3: was the final shocker the release date, or could the final shocker have been the release systems? That's true too. We not all... a
4: shocker. It's not a shocker at all. Really? Yeah, because I've known. Because I thought Injustice 2 was coming to the Switch. I've known because under the list of committed developers on the original lineup of Switch, yes. Warner wow. Brother Games was on there. So I had a strong belief that eventually... I, I thought we were getting a Mortal Kombat export eventually to the Switch and we never got it. Yes. So when they... Said that Mortal Kombat 11 was coming to Switch. I go, good. We're about time. It's about time we saw some of
3: these Warner Brother games make it to Switch. It just looked too nice. I mean, the cinematic looked too nice for me to think that it was something that was coming to the Switch.
2: True. Yeah. And so yeah, April 23rd, not that far away, um, and we are getting a proper reveal event uh, January 17th. And uh, I just, I love that when the trailer ended, they cut back to Ed Boon. He's like, oh, they played the wrong clip, and then he goes and they gives to the award away anyways. So. Uh, it was that was a good moment, and that's the Forza, thing. Forza, Forza, <laughs> Forza One. You're right. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> now the the disappointment of that trailer, as I was just reminded by trying to play the audio from the trailer in the background. Uh, Twenty One Savage is a rapper the kids like. Uh, recorded that that original track for the the trailer. I hate. I I wanted like. A cool, like, badass old school Mortal Kombat song, and having like—that's
3: going to be what's going to sh- every time you load up the game. That's what's going to be playing. Oh man!
2: That I was think the awful. biggest disappointment about it is that it didn't really show us what type of game it is.
4: Stop. Okay, we're doing a live stream on Grim's channel, and they're showing off these dumb trailer games I'm like, I don't even know what kind of game that is. Come on, show us some gameplay. And Jazzy, Jazzy's like typing along, hanging out with us in in the chat, and and he's like, oh, like they didn't even show. That's a stupid trailer. They didn't even show what kind of game it was. After I did preface it was with saying, well, if it's a sequel, it's okay that they just tease it. But I'm like, all right, Jazzy, put me
0: on blast. I see. I see. <laughs> I like that. Um,
4: <laughs> they also announced, and th- I don't know if this is going to play into the unfolding uh, unfolding story of Mortal Kombat 11, but Shao Kahn is a pre-order bonus. Yep. So I don't know if that means Shao Kahn is back in the canon or if it's just a pre-order bonus. Well, it's but... also
2: interesting because we do have, the trailer does give away that this isn't just ordinary raid, uh, Raiden that's fighting. Mm-hmm. This is uh, as you called him.
4: Evil Raiden or possessed Raiden? There's a term within the Mortal Kombat world to describe because it it, happened to Liu Kang in 11.
2: Yeah, and he defeats, uh, he looks like he defeats Scorpion, and then a different Scorpion appears uh, in a classic suit. Uh, along with a flash of what looked like a different elder god, all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Who was,
3: yeah at the end, they were like backing all the yeah. way out, there was someone like up in the clouds. Yeah,
2: and I'm not familiar with who that would have been, or if it's new. I'm not sure. It didn't spark anything new in my
4: mind. And again, the last, you know, if we if we're basing off Mortal Kombat 11, there was a lot of new characters and a lot of new elements uh, introduced to the the canon of the game. So I could see that just being an all new character, and when you said a, a new, a different looking Scorpion, it, it harkened back to more of a classic Scorpion yeah, look. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if, like in other Mortal Kombat games, there's a time travel element to this story.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, but that that was very exciting, along with the uh, Ultimate Alliance announcement. But overall, the Game Awards were a lot of fun to watch. Uh, it, it's the they keep getting better. That's the thing. We've watched and streamed the last several years, and I can say um, that they they just continuously are getting uh, better
0: and seem to be growing in popularity. So that's a good. I like all of the little things that they've put into it. Right. So they brought out all three heads of the big three companies before to talk about how important yeah. gaming is and and how important the community is. Uh, like you said. Uh, with Boone's, like, oh, they played the wrong trailer. Um, <laughs> earlier, they had the voice actors for The God of War and his son, and he's like waiting for his son's voice, the voice actor to like read it, and he's just not, and he's like, read the answer, boy. <laughs> and it's like, read a lot it, of little, boy. <laughs> yeah, read it, boy. So they had a lot of cool little, like, you know. It
2: was just moments that being a gamer, you just appreciated a ton. And, yep. and yeah, watching the big three take the stage together, I mean, part of me was like, what are they about to announce? Because these three never on the stage together. This is weird, and it was you know nothing really happened, but it was still super cool. And yeah, there was just a lot of those moments that were that were awesome. It was it was a it was a it was long. I will say that it was too long, and I think Dead Eye was the one during the stream that was like, we need to, this needs to get cut down. But overall, it was a good time.
4: We could have cut out all those musical performances. I didn't need That's any the of them. That's the big
2: thing, yeah. The musical performances weren't necessary. Yeah. Or cut them down. There was like, what, five? Just get rid of Give them. A, yeah. Just get rid of yeah. them.
0: One maybe to intro and one to exit, if you're going to do them at all. And
3: have them both be you too.
0: I mean, I liked
2: that it. it was uh, Hans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was cool, but again, like part of that was cool because they were um, showing like, games of the year while they were doing the orchestra, and like that worked. It was like the straight up just... Let's sit here and watch a performance that had nothing to do with anything, and then wait till after that to get back to the awards or get back to the the world premieres or whatever. So. I didn't hate it because you had to pee sometime. True, that's true. Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, how long was that? Was it four hours? Three hours? Uh,
3: pre-show started at eight thirty and it wrapped up just before midnight, so
2: three and a half hours. The actual yeah. awards
3: show was a solid three.
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's long. Alright, well that's our attack on the news for these topics and much more. You can visit GamesLimedia.com, click on that blog, check out the YouTube content, and uh, you know, get, get all your gaming news from gamesillmedia.com. It's time for some emails.
0: The FBI has just sent a letter to
2: GamesLearn
3: informing them that they have discovered new emails.
2: Downloading emails from gamesillomedia.com.
4: Oh, yeah, (laughs) you write them, we read them. It's time for emails here on the GameZilla podcast. And if you want your questions answered here on this show, go ahead and email info at GameZillaMedia.com. And uh, you got a shot. If it's a good question, maybe I'll read it here on the show for me and the boys to answer for you and this week's question comes in from our man Pulovision. vision hey guys Pulovision vision again first off congrats on the charity stream success let's give ourselves a round of applause and congrats to everyone again and thank you to everyone who donated and watched and shared and couldn't have done it without the support of this great community okay back in second off if you had to pick a video game song to include in your wedding, what would it be, and how would you use it? Pool of Vision. My wife and I used the end credits for Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker to exit the ceremony. I think that's. A, I think that's, that's good. Let's go with Pool of Vision. Solid. Uh, he says, "Game on!" So, fellas, it's a good question.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can uh, definitely think of what I would do. Uh, I've, I've, so I, I've done uh, photography and i've shot weddings in the past and i've seen assassins creed being used i've seen legend of zelda being used and i've always appreciated it i always respect it but i have my own idea that i clearly screwed up when i got married and that is i would use the super metroid title theme in my wedding as i walk down the aisle but <laughs> i wouldn't be i wouldn't be in a suit I'd be painted, right? I'd be painted in a zero-suit Samus outfit. Man, it was cold. I mean, it was I'm cold talking, and windy I'm that talking day. blue dong and everything, okay? And then I'd have a blaster. <laughs> Dr. Manhattan. And then there's only one guy that can pull this off with me, and that's Deadite. He would have this giant mechanical, like, uh, puppet that looked like Ridley chasing me down the aisle as my butt cheeks flap, and I go down to the, to all my other best men, which Jazzy's there. He's painted all in orange naked, too. There's a, there, you know, you can see there's a trend going on here. But this isn't Federation Forces. This is still just Super Metroid theme, okay? There's there's just one suit and one zero suit. So we're good. We're still good. And so, yeah, I get down there, and then you know what? My wife wouldn't show up because she would have left. <laughs> I wouldn't have a wife. <laughs> nah, but I, I, the I, video <laughs>
4: would have gone viral for yeah. sure. I think we could have convinced her to wear, like, a, a Metroid
2: veil on her head. Yeah, but if I did everything else I just explained, I don't think I'd be married right now. Pretty sure, she she down she down.
4: <laughs> I, Maybe I could see her going for it. But yeah, that that that's how I would use it. I like the idea of it. Um, I actually, you know, now you bring it up, we could probably work in body paint this show somehow. Mm, you're right. It's, it's not too late to do that.
2: Let's, I'm
3: in.
0: I'm Wait, in. Let's do it. You guys don't body paint A- yourself also <laughs> underneath <laughs> your clothes before you come. <laughs> I got that
3: blue zero suit dong right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After he <laughs> cranks it, he puts the suit on. <laughs> just, in <case> ever, <laughs> just in case it ever flopped up yeah. out flopped out on Twitch, I wanted to make sure it was covered. Gotcha, got, so, it, got right. it. That's
2: a good call. It's a good call. I'm just saying, like
4: you and I could figure it out. Tester Jazzy could still get married. So mm, I'm just saying we yeah. can still make it happen at their weddings. I like I like where this is going. I like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> I've been kicked out of a wedding before and it could happen again. Yeah, I think like, you
3: meant to say it will happen again. I Man, you make it seem like you're going to be invited. Man, eye for an eye. <laughs> That's true. You, didn't, you weren't
2: invited <laughs> to my wedding. All, All right. right, well. Who... Whoa, oh, loud again. Oh, my
4: goodness. It just, the, the it's comp- very important. It's very important. Yeah. I really want you guys to know that if I could go back and redo my wedding day, after the meal, we would set a table up in the middle of the dance floor and get everyone around us, and we'd have a projection screen set up, and my wife and I would have a Pokemon battle. And there'd probably be something on the line. Like we would we would be picking uh, the the dinners on our honeymoon or something. It, it would be some sort of epic stakes at hand. But we'd have a Pokemon battle for everyone there to watch up on the screen. We'd have the uh, Pokemon battle theme blaring. And I would lose because I usually lose when I battle my wife.
2: That's fair. She's, the, she's one of the best Pokemon uh, battlers I've ever seen. So it would be
4: entertaining. And it would be, uh, I could see it also going viral. I think it'd be a good moment. Mm. And it, it, it pertains to us as a couple because we love Pokemon together.
2: Yeah, you should have done this and you should have done it like who gets to crank it first.
3: You! <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Next up!
3: I think mine's, mine's a bit more... like People could already guess, right? It's it's Test. It's the face of Switch. You know he's going to have some sort of like real deep-rooted Nintendo theme in mind. I feel mind. like
2: it has something to do with green. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, lots of green. Like, lots
3: of green. Yeah, it's legal now. So... um. <laughs> What I'm thinking is right at that at that final moment. Yeah, you said your vows. If anybody who stood up, that these these people shouldn't be together in holy matrimony, speak now, and they speak now, and they get escorted out, and then you may now kiss the bride, and that's it. That classic Final Fantasy 2. Wait, what? <laughs> and then we go ahead what? and we just and we just bop back down the uh, back down the aisle, back to uh, back to start the rest of our lives. Yeah. I'm glad People I'm not pop- getting invited.
2: <laughs> Wait, what?
4: Yeah, final, I'm a Final Fantasy guy now.
2: <laughs>
4: you're a Dragon Ball guy now. You're a Final Fantasy guy you're now. As bad as I am now, you're not my friend anymore. <laughs> that's, fi- that's fine. Now
3: it's not going to be an awkward conversation when you don't get a wedding invite. <laughs>
4: Okay,
1: But you're inviting
3: my wife, right? Yeah, she she, doesn't get a plus one. Yeah, It's cool, it's cool. (laughs)
0: Okay, well, uh, we got one more left. Uh, Mine? See, I don't think I'd be able to get away with anything gaming-related in my actual wedding because I think I would get disowned by probably all three families. But, anyways, (laughs) um, after it was over... When I'm making my way on into the, you know... I like how you're winking at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to be there. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> making Wait, my what? way into the honeymoon, honeymoon suite. You're going to be there blue painted. Yeah, painted. Yeah. But I'm making my way into the honeymoon suite, I'm going to be fully decked out, dressed like a Viking, with my hips swaying to this, the theme to Brahms <laughs> the entrance in League of Legends. <laughs> That's right. I um. The sad hor- part's in everything.
2: The sad part is, is that I already have a horrible image in my head of this actually happening, so it doesn't, it doesn't put... And the fact that you've actually sold just- her on being a League of Legends fan means that she might be
0: into this. It's kind of weird. I, We don't need to tell the people about my practice runs with you and me <laughs> about this going on. I out. wasn't going to. You just did. <laughs> oh, my bad, my bad.
2: Well, it's out now. I mean, we might <laughs> as well post it on, on YouTube now.
0: We filmed it. I have to say... That at least Grim and I will go viral. Yeah, it was for scientific yeah. research. We're thinking about Gamezilla. We just want this company to be very selfless, very selfless. Very
2: selfless. <laughs> okay, well, that's uh, there. You, there you go, Pool Vision. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I hope those were uh, good answers for you. I think your. I think I think his was the best. Um, his was the best. Yeah, his and Jazzy's was, was for sure the best. Also, the most. <laughs> no, I was talking about I was talking about pool of visions. <laughs> oh,
4: pool of visions. Yeah, pool of visions was classy. It was classy. But Jazzy's for sure happening.
0: Uh, <laughs> happening or happening? I, I feel like there's a lot of video game music that's instrumental. I think you could play like during dinner at the reception, stuff like that.
2: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I think I did have some video game uh, music in my wedding, but it was all, uh, like, um, string quartet stuff that my wife found that was just – it was goofy stuff converted into
0: that that style that that, uh, she had plenty of uh, songs. Or what if I could get, like, a little go-kart, but they custom make it into the Sweet Tooth van, and then I get the theme of Twisted Metal 2 when I'm entering (laughs) the reception with her, and we just, like, like – Slide the little mini go kart ice cream truck. Are out you dressed out the up as a floor. clown? Oh well, yeah, You're I'm duh. out. I'm out. I don't like <laughs> you crash, I'm out.
1: You
3: crash right into the cake table right and cake top table. like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We serve an ice
4: cream now. I don't do clowns. One of the highlights of my actual wedding, this did happen, is you know the you know uh, wedding party entrances. Well, every couple that walked out had a different wrestling entrance. And when Grim and the girl he was walking out with came out, we had Stone Cold song playing, <laughs> and our boy Chops tossed both of them a can of PBR, and they cracked them <laughs> open and slammed them right there in front of everybody, just oh, like Stone Cold. Was, it was incredible.
2: It was also quite a mess, but it was <laughs> incredible. We planned that for like a day. It was like, you got a cooler? Yeah, you can keep them cold. Yeah, okay. Where do you want me? I'm like, I don't know. I don't even know what the place looks like. It was like we <laughs> called
4: Chops out. the day before. Like Chops, we need you to do this. He's <laughs> like yeah okay it's your wedding I'll do it like
0: cool yeah somebody is worried about well. the fact that Chops has that little brown case that he just carries at like that's
2: not Ch- uh, that's Steven Stephen you're, you're getting confused again yeah Steven yeah, has the brown case so
0: Steven stole Chops oh yeah it was case. stolen from Chops yeah there was that because I remember that brown case is what Chops brought what is that little in.
2: recorder from Home Alone called Talk Boy Talk Boy the, yeah he found out there was a Talk Boy inside that the rest is history he had to steal it. You had to watch the stream to really know what's going on with that <laughs> yeah, one.
3: Yeah, and right. even if you were in the same building, you still might not really know what was going on with that one. That's
2: true, actually. Yeah, hamburgers were coming out of it was my year. house, and I didn't know what was <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, again, that was that. That was uh, it for questions. That's the email we got. Okay, we're gonna uh, bypass mustard bus this week. I don't think there's really anything that we need to talk about. Um, no big uh, Smash is is your big big announcement still? If you're not playing Smash. Play it. Guacamelee
3: 2 comes out for Switch this week. I know that because I'm going to purchase it. It does.
2: That, honestly, Guacamelee 2 is like the only game. That's why I'm just kind of like. Well, there we yeah. go. That was Muster Bus. There you go. There's Muster Bus. Epic
0: Game Store. Go buy everything there.
2: <sighs> All right. Well, you got anything else we need to talk about before I say we go, let's wrap it up?
3: Nope. Yeah.
2: Oh, let's wrap it up. Let's crank that. <laughs> All right. So this um, is the Soldier Boy podcast. This is the Soldier Boy. The Soldier Cast. Soldier Cast, Soulja 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 Cast. <laughs> rebranded Gamezilla Media. Sixty-six percent increase in Patreon fees. <laughs> 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 okay, thank you for listening to episode two hundred and thirty-seven of the Gamezilla podcast. You can listen to this podcast and all of our other great podcasts. GamezillaMedia iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Pocket Cast, wherever it is you like to listen, we're there. Leave us five stars. Give us that heart, that poop emoji, whatever emoji you can leave, leave a review. We'll read it on the air, if that I can find it. So make sure you tell them.
4: Yeah, you got to tell me, you gotta tell me Sam.
2: But Yeah. Thanks for everybody that listens, and make sure you tell your friends and family that we are a podcast for the children.
4: Just like Soldier Boy.
2: <laughs> Just like Soldier Boy. Anything else, guys? No? All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, you crank that. Like that.
0: <laughs> and game on. And game on. You. Hey. This going out to all you people of the soldier cast. I'm challenging anybody who think they could touch me on Bobby's wild horse adventure, on actual real life highway frogger or on the that one game with the with the dots and the gets eaten by the bigger yellow dot.
2: But it's not called Pac-Man cuz that's copyright. Soldier, man, you find me on gamesimmediate.com and get you some